0: Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Jim, we're in Carborough, North Carolina. We are here for the Merge 25th Anniversary Festival, and we are here with um, an artist that most people know as rock star, John Darniel.
1: Hey, how's it going? John (laughs) Darniel of the Mountain
0: Goats, a rock star. But today, um, you're going to Well, you're you're still gonna rock. Yes. But today we want to talk about a project outside of the Mountain Goats. Yes. Which is your novel, um, Wolf in White Van. Yes. And I'm so moved. I mean, I think it's beautiful. It's like, I can't. I, I, I mean, I'm a fan of your music, so it's like. This is really,
1: (laughs) yeah, I know. It's a whole different thing. It's like it's it's so it's different to do. Also, it's very
0: it's different, but it's 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 really um, the but also then you come at it really like a lyricist, like you, you know, the every you have such economy of words. Every word is really important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's so beautifully written. I I can't even find exactly what I want to say because I'm just the, the 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 amazing universe. Of Sean is so powerful. I want to play the game. Thank
1: you. Yeah, no. I wish I wish I wish I had it. Is I like, I'm kind of interested by it myself.
0: Because I feel like, oh, this exists. Like the game is real. Like, is this is this something that you think like this is this is? Because I feel like it's so tangible.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it's I, part partly that's because I it. It's really interesting, because when I write songs, it's a very short thing, mm-hmm. but the book I worked in for a long time so yeah. so the game over the course of three or four years, it really starts to be a thing like I've been thinking about it so long that it might as well be real you know it's like yeah. it's something that's like I've been living with for a while, and that the, that's kind of the advantage of taking that long time is like once you it becomes part of your daily thing, you know it's mm-hmm. like and then it's already existed for a while. but I did find out like because i I made friends with a, a guy who designs games around here. To ask him some questions and I'll play games with him, but uh, mm-hmm. but he said no. There there are some. He pointed me at at, at, at like I think the lone play by mail one left, mm-hmm. flying buffalo games. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but yeah, no. This but my game only exists in the book. It's not actually plotted anywhere else. It's just I did. I looked at a map of Kansas and and figured out how the final steps would go. But, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: But it's incredible. It's like it it it. You can the character is so fertile. You can really see this game springing from him because. Uh, the, the situation that he's put himself in. Yeah, yeah. That that he's got to live his life. He's got still got kind of to continue to live on. Right. But it doesn't. It, it, it his, his circumstance changes, so he's got to live on in this way. Right. Which is just as vast yeah. as any kind of living. Maybe bigger. It's yeah, bigger. Yeah. In in his own way, it's bigger. It, it's so he revisits these feelings of romance and different. He he has a lot of sentimentality, and um, it's it's true because I was reading it yesterday because I'm uh going in for surgery on Monday. And what are... It's a very... It's a, it's sinus surgery, but so I'm going to have oh, to wow. have a lot of like those nasal uh, saline solutions sure. and talk about that in the book. And I was reading it actually. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Hospital. Cleaning <laughs> of,
1: Yeah. <laughs> How I'm, long are you in for? How,
0: um, I'm in for... Well, I'm only in for the surgery, but I think it'll be a, a week or so of recovery and then it'll be pretty pretty intense, I Is think. Is this a sleep thing? Or what's the... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, No, a friend of mine has had sleep issues. All his, and my my son, actually, we had, he had his... Adenoids removed because he slept mm-hmm. so badly and he still, you know, yeah. he has trouble, so.
0: It's hardcore. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. So you're going to need something to read while you're, can you knock off a short story? Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I got all kinds of, this is the thing is like, I actually, when I was writing the book, the original draft had like 10 different narrators, right? All the mm-hmm. all the other characters you see would have their own chapter, right? Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know, that stuff is just sitting on my hard drive. I'll send it all to you. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think any of it's, it's also all unrevised. It's like, I did all that and then one day I went, no, I'm not interested in. It's like I'm glad that they exist for me, so that they're real now. But but I wanted to focus on the one guy. So.
0: Well, it could be. Um, I feel like you've definitely got to write more books, and so maybe it could be a foundation for another. Yeah, I
1: could I have a something? bunch of ideas I have a, have a bunch of it, it's, it's like I don't know about you But like These days I think Okay, I have this idea And that idea And I have maybe 45 years to live right? yes. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe right? yes. And then you look at What you've accomplished In the first 45 And you go Oh, i got to kick ass Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah I, have a, I, I hope to write more books I have a, Writing a That's, book Is really, 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 really fun Are so. all the other story elements That you discarded Are, are they
2: ap- ap- applicable To that story Or could you use them Somewhere else?
1: I don't know it's like like one of them was like there was his – his there's this guy he hallucinates right after the accident named Marco who doesn't actually exist, right? Mm-hmm. This guy with a ski mask. I had that guy writing a chapter, right, mm-hmm. at one point. And so it was, I like guess, this, this dream thing. But I think it was useful – I don't know. I have this – you ever see the movie, Ripper's Edge? you remember that movie? Yeah. I have a lot of ideas about that movie. I think it's like such oh. an interesting story of, you know, conspiracies among – among Hesher teens, right?
0: so, it's really it, it's a, that that's the most Hesher movie, and it, it it it's just it's it really affects me. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in it, and then I, I, I'm friends with Ioni Sky, and so every time oh, no, I kidding. see her, I hold my breath because she was in the River
1: <laughs> Yeah, when you grew up in Northern California, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. that place. So I lived in Milpitas for a mm-hmm. year or so when I was wow. a, a, a kid, and and like that movie just captures that region at that yes. time so nice, just that sort of. You know, California used to feel further away from other places. I think that we're connected. It's not quite as pronounced, but it used to be like, we have our own deal. Other people don't really get it, you Mm -hmm. know? And like, especially if you lived in the middle of nowhere, like Milpitas or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, this book really connects with that middle of nowhere feeling. Yeah. Montclair. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Pomona, (laughs) middle of nowhere, Milpitas. It's like, it also connects with the adolescent male, um, all the different sort of. Attributes of being an adolescent male, like, you know, just that kind of, um, like, the conversation that he has with the two teens in the parking lot. Right. So my
1: favorite scene, I think. It's
0: my, yeah, it's one of my favorite things out of it because it's so real. Like, it's so, you know the the way that they talk it's just like the, the the little motions of shorthand that we have the social shorthand that we right. have is the identity of like the teenage boy it's yeah, really I think great i'm one
1: of those guys I yeah think, I think that's like me as i'm the guy in the parking lot drinking beer and smoking cigarettes yeah and asking the guy what happened to you right? yeah and being
0: unafraid like unafraid to ask that well that's know? the thing about about
1: that whole hesher culture of the mid-80s it was like those guys were mocked a lot, but they were really direct people who would ask yeah. you you know what your deal was and who never put on airs usually when they were talking like they'd be very they were the same person for whoever you know right. and it was like there's so something about that that like when I look back and think of my hesher friends like those were the best dudes right those right. Were really the 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 realist guys so, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: but it's just a it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful book i I feel like I want to know more about Sean. Like I feel like I know a lot about him and then I recognize a lot of him in myself. Oh, wow. Um, and it's like a very, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like this, he's so, I think because he's shoved so far far into his head you know, he's
1: super interior right he's like he lives in there yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah but everything's really sentimental yeah that's a good that's
1: a good spot because I think that's true that he like when he when he manages to get below the surface of, of his day it's always something because he lost a lot right yeah. early on right and he's really conscious of that
0: right but then he g- also gained a lot.
1: Yeah, no, he gains a lot of insight. Yeah. But I mean, it, that's a that's uh, it's interesting because like he gained what he gains insight into is what exactly did you lose? Right? Yeah. Like when you lose something, then you really get to have a hard look at its absence, which is a big space. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. So,
0: which is powerful, and yeah. then it, it's just really to to me the book was really about how much of us is external and how much is internal. And, yeah. And, and, like which is more important?
1: What's a bigger space? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: what's the more? Uh, like i guess um valid space if yeah no it's, it is an interesting question people. because
1: like the interior space is sort of you know it's a comforting great place except that it's also wilder you know it doesn't have mm-hmm. if you don't impose your own limits you wind up doing what he what he does right and uh Ooh. and so whereas you know the real world has hard limits right and yeah. there's no there's no hard limits inside you follow the wrong and you do this, like, when you see people who, like, grow older and more conservative. It's like, at one point, they, they listen to one of those, hey, I'm just asking questions kind of guys, mm-hmm. and followed that, and then you never get them back, right? It's mm-hmm. like they just went down the wrong road in there. Mm-hmm. And that's super fascinating to me. It's like, it, it points out you have to be, you have to really know your values as you're moving on, or you wind up lost. I mean, it happens to right. like half the people I know as parents like, yeah, yeah. You know, suddenly my dad, who I've known all my life, they'll say, you know, it's like, is expressing these horrifying opinions and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, And it's, and it's interesting. It's like there's all that space. There's like all this, all these places to go and some of them are little cul-de-sacs that people don't escape from.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was also just interesting knowing you as a very, very, very busy, very successful touring band and artist. Like the the, the, the feeling of the book to me is like, you you wrote it on the road. You wrote it in I wrote all this little. A fair bit little... of it.
1: I did take a, a fair bit of time off once. Once we once for our strategy, said they wanted to publish it. Then I took mm-hmm. I took some time to just sit at the typewriter as best I could. I mean, at this point, I had like a one year old in the house. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but. Uh, but yeah, who presently uses the backs of the original three printouts to color on? It? <laughs> yeah, it's
2: recycling. recycling. It is. It totally is. is. When you said like you had all the different possible narrations and stuff, like has anyone ever done like a, a criterion of books? And shown, like, the progress of that stuff? I thought about that. I don't know if
1: anybody has... I mean, that's what happens after you die, right? Is right. They, well, they there's
2: always have... a posthumous or, like, you know, sometimes they'll have the notes or whatever. Right. But it would be interesting to put out maybe an interactive media thing. I thought about that. Where right, yeah. you look at the different sort of, like, you know, once the book's been established... And everyone yeah. loves it. And then you go, all right, Well, look what look. I have look thought what about the other that. areas. And some
1: of it I look at, and because I didn't revise a lot of it, it's like a lot of them are very early. And like the one you have is like uh, I've read the whole thing aloud. I would say ten times. You know, it's like when I write, I write in the middle of the sentence I'll start, I'll stop, and I'll start doing it as though I were saying it to an audience, right? And because that's how I relate mm-hmm. to to writing is through audiences, right? And so, so the whole thing has really been you know read and read and read. And I say, no, that doesn't sound right. And the other one. Like, I bet if I looked at it now, I'd go, oh, my God. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. It's like, it would take a while. But I think about that sometimes. Like, there was, he was going to get that whole scene where he calls Trinity Broadcasting Network. There was a scene where he actually is brought to a church by his parents like to maybe give a motivational speech to the youth or something, and, mm-hmm. and and it was a whole different path. But but that was also before I realized I wanted to tell it backwards. I yeah. didn't know where it was going. Right? right. The last chapter originally was the first chapter.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what can you? Say?
1: I mean, without for people listening who
2: haven't read it yet, and I just started it today on the plane. Yeah. Because the 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 intro is very interesting. It kind of starts to set it up. So when you start to right. read it, you go, Oh, I know. Okay, a little bit about what's going on. Yeah. But it's as you start reading, you're like, well, All right, where is this? No, it's about- a
1: book of reveals it keeps on it keeps on pulling back another, another thing but the there's what i like is so when when you i don't know if this is true with every book contract but mine specified what the book was going to be about which i thought was awesome mm-hmm. because if they didn't i assume then some people go well this just says i gotta write you a book here's my <laughs> you know, here's my thoughts on you know jeopardy or whatever mm-hmm. but uh, but it said uh, we'll, we'll deliver a book no shorter than and no longer than uh uh, about an interactive game designer with no face, mm-hmm. which I, like, part of the pandemic was like, well, no, he has a face, right? mm-hmm. but that's what, that's what it's about is like, is, is figuring out what happened mm. to his face and what's it like to be that guy. Right.
0: right. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, th- but there's a, m- a lot more to it than um, it's encapsulating all of the ideas of consciousness and kind of judging the values of the different stages of consciousness and, Estab- right. Establishing whether or not consciousness exists, whether it's with another person or not. Right. Yeah. 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 It's very where, complicated. No,
1: it's about where you live, I think, and where. And he has a point, uh, One of my favorite points when he when he uh, says what he he knows a secret about young Sean, which is that nothing makes him tick. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like because people are always looking for motivations for what you do. But I think a lot of the time, you look back at the at big moments in your life, you go, "Don't know what that was all yeah. about. I just did a thing, and mm-hmm. and uh, and maybe it worked out, and maybe it didn't. But it's like. You know, I think we try to tell, we try to put a lot of narrative structure on what we did, mm-hmm. but I think people actually are acting in the dark a lot of the time, you right. know, and, or following these thoughts out to where they don't know what's going on. So.
0: Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. I know. What Thank I, you very much. I just, I'm just so excited that it's out, going to be out. And, you know, I think that people who are already your fans are going to be really like, I, I really thrilled by it, you know. It, I'm it opens super excited. It's so thing. weird. And it's
1: such a different. It's a whole like other I know world. how to play music live. I know how. Yeah. to... You know that's something I do. But writing this, like, is it was very internal thing to do. Is so you do it. I can read it to my wife. But uh, short of that, it's not like with performance where you write something, you go out, and you can immediately feel whether or not it's landing. You know, mm-hmm. and like with these, I would read out loud. I go, that seems pretty good to me. But even now, it's like we're getting feedback, and it's it's. I've been living with it in solitaire in solitude for so long that it's yeah. like. That's like oh cool. Well, I'm glad other people can hear it because like it would have seemed good to me if everybody went oh no I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, you know, that would be a weird thing. But but so far it's been nice. I gave one reading, and that's when you can feel you know mm-hmm. it's like I read the scene where his father disinvites him to the funeral.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked the feel. Like I could tell it was sad.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's definitely sad. But then also, it's very humanizing because he's just you know th- this was. M- my mother to you she's a grandmother yeah. but this is my mother right so yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a it, it's it's just sort of drives home that idea that this is really everybody's experience you know we're all right sort of cut off and and in our own world and no
1: that's right it's like it's especially true with your parents that like uh you know i get you know i'll get various feelings about my parents and i think you know then you imagine them at your own age as a grown-up Mm-hmm. And you go, oh no, that's also a person. That's not just mom or dad. Right. You know, it's like just that's a person. Yeah. You know, with their own ideas and the things they expected their lives to turn into versus what they turned into and stuff like that. And that's like, as a child, you can't conceive of that. They're just God. You know? Yeah. It's like they're just these magic people who do stuff and have the keys to the car. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah, I mean that's that, that that's something that that I think he. Begins to understand it when he was younger. That's sort of his his whole deal. Is like when you are sixteen or seventeen, your ability to understand that is really limited. Right. right? That, that what you do ripples out into mm-hmm. the world.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. But I think um, it's a it's a brilliant book. And I thank I think, you. I think you got a lot of books to write now.
1: Yeah. No, I got a bunch lot. of other stuff to, in in my in my brain. Is like right. I'm also doing songs. You know, and, and, and my son is is a lot very intense dude. <laughs> it's like but uh Well there's also a coloring book in you, right? A color I don't know. This is the thing. So this is <laughs> a collaboration. So as soon as you have a child, everybody goes, When are you gonna make a children's album? And I have a huge attitude problem about this because like I always feel like like I write songs. That are for people who need uh, a life raft or something. You know, it's something mm-hmm. to grab in a desperate situation. And when songwriters who are like that go, you know, oh well, I've I've helped you with all this depression stuff, and uh, you know, I've written about desperate situations. Now let me write about kids and animals, because suddenly I'm an expert on, par- on parenting <laughs> after having a ki- one kid yeah. six months ago. Like all my life, I'm like, no, fuck you, man. It's like that is not even. You go practice that craft for ten years and share it with me. Mm-hmm. Don't like suddenly you're an expert on children's songs. So I have a huge attitude problem about this. Except. Then I have a kid around who loves music, so you start writing songs for him, and yeah. you go and you go. Oh, it feels pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, and then you go, oh, okay, that's why these people do this it's because you go, no, no, I like, I'm more interested in this song, but, but yeah, it's like I sort of feel like I have a position to play, which is like you know, something has to be dark in what I do for it to be enjoyable for me.
0: mm Hmm. Well, that the. the- that yeah, that can see that in this book too. This book is very dark, but also very light.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. I, well, I wanted both. it to move along. I'm a Joan Didion fan, and, and yeah, the way that she yeah. writes, even when it's getting really heavy, the pages move along at a clip. You never really have to slow down. I wanted to do that with longer sentences. Like I like my big long sentences, mm-hmm. but I want them to sort of float by. I don't want I don't want you to have to slow down your reading. A lot of stuff I like to read, you really have to slow down to get. You mm-hmm. know. But I wanted my stuff to be. Sort of light in a way, you mm-hmm. know, like like a like a stream.
0: Yeah, I mean it. It is. It, it's it's very light and very deep and heavy and it's it's so many contradictory things and i think um what what is exciting about it too is that this is totally like not the book that we expect from rock stars
1: oh i'm so glad to hear that <laughs> <laughs> not that i mean love to all rock stars who write books but like what i it's wanted to do is what i always want to do is like when i do something i want people who aren't into what i do mm-hmm. to go well no still i can enjoy that you know it's like i don't i don't sort of want to be writing for people who are who might already like it just because they like me, you mm-hmm. know? It's like I wanted to write something that if my name's not on it, it still seems good. Yeah. You know, because, cause yeah, it's like it would feel... If you like cheating, if like, if you thought, well, they're publishing this because Mountain Goats fans would like it. It's like I want people who hate the Mountain Goats to still read the book and go, well, they probably wouldn't read it, but if they did, I like to imagine them going, no, I got to give respect. That's a that's a good book.
0: It's a great book, and it's but it's totally not what the rock star <laughs> literature. I mean, it's not actually it's it's usually mostly biographies or autobiographies. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how
2: many novels have been written
1: by?
0: I can't even think of musicians. anybody uh, offhand who. Is this the first rock star well, novel? No, Josh
1: Ritter wrote a book, which Josh I haven't Ritter, read. Oh, yeah, yes. which I haven't read um, yet. Uh, who Bright, else? Wright's
2: Passage, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And, um... Uh, Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot, of course, wrote a trilogy that took place on... Wouldn't no, <laughs> <I was, laughs> that be great, though? I was like,
0: hey, I didn't I'm know he had I'm just mad
1: that book. I'm not good enough at improv you that know, I come, couldn't ad-lib the plot of this trilogy. Come I was like, on, read the there. noise. <laughs> come on, read the noise. Yeah, come on, read the noise. It's, uh, yeah, he insisted on giving The Rock tie-in, but in fact, it was, it was, uh, it was, it, it was a lot like the John Norman books. Uh, <laughs> do you know John Norman at all?
0: Um, is that Tor Gore? Tor Gore. Tor, yeah. Not Tor. Tor Torist, was the publisher. Tor's. Yeah.
1: I'm kind of obsessing about John Norman lately because I know so little about what he did, but I know that like it's some sort of like like there's a whole ideology behind it.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's a kind of it's a little bit like Scientology almost. Like right, but I think it thing. has. But it
1: has. I, I feel like like there's some heavy gender stuff in there. Like all the women mm-hmm. are enslaved or something in his books yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But but I but I forget whether that's because. Of a belief he holds or whether it's kind of a kink right like yeah or somewhere in between those two
0: I don't right? know but it's very but yeah you are so right about like when you look at the novel it's like you you're ashamed to be reading it like you shouldn't be reading <laughs> it I have that you know he does that in,
1: that's one of my favorite scenes is he talks about mm-hmm. when he's going by the racks and he sees those and yeah. he knows that's not what I want to read but he makes up his own stories about what's in them based yeah. on these lurid the things the covers, which I mean that's you sneak yourself into your story and that was me as a young science fiction fan I was like I know that's not what I want to read. Yeah, but I'm kind of curious. It's, it seems like a whole universe that I'm going to choose not to go into, so that I can have my own version of yeah. it. Yeah, you know.
0: But it, a, there's a lot of people that are way into it. I don't know if Game of Thrones has somehow usurped it because it's got a bit of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. In there.
1: No, that's right.
0: But Gore's very, very, very popular. Well, but
1: also never. I don't think they ever did any movies on it. And I'd say that's where your yeah. stuff. If you get it on TV or movies, yeah. then suddenly your audience. Just becomes massive,
0: but I think maybe they couldn't because it was so sexually explicit. Yeah,
1: I think that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think, but um, the thing is,
1: I don't know if he was listening. They, they should think about it now because you can do a lot more you than you do used to a lot be more. able to. <laughs> Although you can't do hardcore. You can,
0: you can. No, but I don't think. I think. I don't know. You know, Gore's kind of. But it was. I hadn't thought about Gore in such a long time, and then you bring it up in the book, and I was like, oh, that is so what I've always felt like looking at those covers. Yeah.
1: No, it's, you've, it's weird. Like. That's not for me. I'm a little ashamed, but it's also got this big appeal because they've made it with these colors and everything. They're supposed to draw you in, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, like if you're a science fiction fan, you don't know anybody who's into that. Like people who are into Theodore Sturgeon, and <laughs> and Heinlein, you know those people, and you know the mm-hmm. Anne McCaffrey people. But whatever that guy was writing for was a different crowd, <laughs> like yeah. having their own conventions. Right? The, right. the
2: introverted sort of Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sort they of stay at home in a cape.
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah. I was so fascinated, but not. You know, but not enough to buy one and check it out, in part because, you know, as a, as a kid buying, a you 13-year-old know, buying science fiction, he's like, I'm not taking this up to the counter. What what if, what if he tells me <laughs> yeah. I can't buy it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, what if he says that's 18 or over? I would just feel mortified, you know? So
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I stuck to... But I did... But at the same time, I was like, you know, like, uh, there's a book called Stardance. I also mentioned the book, um, by Genie and Spider Robinson, mm-hmm. and... And it was just marked as a regular one, but it had like this long graphic section about sex in zero gravity. Mm-hmm. And I was like 13. I was like,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to read this. I got to buy this book legit and nobody gave me a funny look.
0: <laughs> That's good. Now, do, does, does that is that where you're writing? Your, the, that, does it come from like sci-fi? Is that where your background is? Or when I was like t- to read?
1: 13 or... I mean, no, no now I, I read all over now, but I mean, usually what I like to read is... is like I say, stuff that's hard to read. Like uh, Rob Grier, this mm-hmm. French writer. Of course, yeah. I really, really love his stuff. Uh, Magdalena Thule, this Polish writer who I really like. Mm-hmm. Mercedes Rotarita. Most of these people are dead, but <laughs> Mercedes Rotarita uh, uh, is this Catalan writer. She only did, I think, four novels, but she's stunning, amazing, uh, amazing writer from Spain uh, and. Uh, but I mean, I, I keep meaning to read more science fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the books I like to read generally are the ones that I have to get really slow down and work really hard on. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I like to do is, mm-hmm. is some book that William Gass is a favorite writer. And mm-hmm. you really have to slow down to read William Gass because the books are mm-hmm. about the sentences. They're not really yeah. about the
0: plot. Or like Pinchon.
1: I haven't done. Pin, I haven't. My, my wife is a huge fan, but yeah. I haven't actually read him yet.
0: It's to me that's very hard. It's like too, yeah. it's uh, I. It's I need to be Lucy to read. Yeah, that. Yeah, I need yeah. to use one hundred percent of my brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs>
1: but that's I mean, Rota Raider is pretty. She's really readable and yet and, and a little difficult. But I mean, right now I'm reading a, a book that just right by called Hild. Uh, it's about eighth century uh, England. Ooh. it's really fun. It's, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to broaden my neck. Cause I also. I I happened. I was on tour, and I finished the book I was reading, which was a true crime book called "People Who Eat Darkness." Which is
0: oh, I love that book. Oh my god! I I have a I have a relationship (laughs) with the um, author. No kidding. We we like talk on Twitter sometimes, and it's like really trippy. But yeah, that that I always like really into that because of the fact that it's Korean people living in Japan.
1: Yeah, no, very super interesting, like, like for a person like me, like, you never think, oh, there's a subculture, or not a, I don't know, a subculture, you know, an immigrant population of Koreans establishing their own space within Japanese culture, and, mm-hmm. and, and, the, and also that was revealed in that book, is like, you know, this thing is happening, now I have to explain to you what it's like to be a Korean businessman right. trying to make his way in post-war Japan. Yeah. Super interesting.
0: All the context. And then, you know, uh, Lucy Blackman and like all that. Yeah. Just her story of like, you know, kind of just... And then her family having to go to Japan and trying to oh, figure out. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all very painful. But then
1: the trial, the weirdness of like uh, of him doing that that thing where he just you know is like stalling and stalling and publishing books. Mm-hmm. Like you can get that book. I went mm-hmm. online. And it's like I, I decided against it.
0: <laughs> it's like can, it's incredible. But
1: you can you can get the book that he that Obara wrote, right? Yeah. And, uh, so I read that, but I was on tour. And I finished that, and I had another day in the town I was in, so I went to a used bookstore. And I found a mystery. I don't read mysteries, right? It's like, mm-hmm. And I thought, well, why not? You know. And it was by this uh, author named Shasha, S-C-I-A, S-C-I-A, Sicilian. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was awesome. And I thought, I'm at the stage in my life where I can enjoy mysteries.
0: Oh, that's good. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: There's nothing wrong with a good mystery. Uh, and I've never, and this is another thing, I sneak that into the hospital scene where Kimmy's visiting him. Mm-hmm. And like He talks about not being able to relate to mysteries. And that's me. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was young, I was like, I wanted to like him. Couldn't really get into him. This Shasha guy writes about the mob in sicily oh yeah and and yeah I mean, it's like he is great he's like really really awesome and it was this happened across it in uh in galesburg and bought this this double that had two books by him and now i'm gonna read all this stuff so
0: that's great that's great maybe i'm ready for mystery now too
1: give I it think, a try you know give like international the, mystery this is the yeah, thing yeah, yeah it's, it's
2: different because mystery is kind of like it's a bit tawdry some of it and yeah, sort yeah. of like you know the reveal at the end who done it sort of like yeah yeah but there's some really like complex sort of stuff. It's, yeah, it sounds but especially, like it's
1: much more like half of what I read is in translation because the rest of the world, everybody reads stuff in translation all the time and English readers mm-hmm. have this idea that if you're not getting the original, you're somehow missing something,
0: Yeah, which
1: yeah. you are missing something, but also gaining something, Right? right? you should, it's just weird that it, it, although it's very, it's very American. Like we also mainly only watch American movies here, right? right? The rest of the world watches movies from all over, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, And I, like, had this realization in 2006 that, like, you're only reading stuff that was written in English. You're shutting out 95% of the world. Yeah. So... So I, but my recent thing is like mystery from around the world is a huge thing. It's like mm. there's so much. It's done differently in lots of places. In France, and Haiti, uh-huh. uh, uh, every Japan. There's a whole tradition of Japanese mystery that's super Ooh, interesting. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I
0: have to check that out. I think maybe yeah, it's time. But yeah, I love that. People who Ud- darkness. He has another book about um, Indonesia and about just the uh, the war there and all about the cannibal. Like like I don't cra- know
1: anything about that.
0: He's got this crazy book. Um, it's so. Bizarre. I forgot what it's called but it's a book he wrote before People Who Eat Darkness and it, he lived in Indonesia during the big like all these civil um, wars were happening right. so it was like really crazy and all of the crazy cannibalism so it's like I, I can't even really describe it but it's a, it's a good one to so, go
1: oh, look it up. I love People Who Eat Darkness it was so readable it was, like, it was a big thick book but it just yeah. clipped right along it's so, a yeah.
0: beautiful well this is also a beautiful book too but it's a totally I can't believe he survived it wow you know because he was like just on a motorcycle driving through all these constant, like, civil wars. It's so crazy.
1: That's, you know, you read books by guys like that. You go, wow, that's amazing and fascinating. You know, I complain if there's no water in the dressing
0: I know. <laughs> I know. <Could laughs> like, I, if I, I would not last. Yeah, if they didn't get all the things on your rider. Yeah, <laughs> it would just be it, terrible. The thing is,
1: I've windowed the rider down to almost nothing. It's just water and flowers. That's all I need.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, that's like a, yeah, that, that, that just got me fascinated in, like, those kinds of there's, it takes a really specific kind of white guy who will go with, by himself to Japan or yeah, to yeah. Indonesia. It's just a special kind of white guy that... I wondered that a lot,
1: though. Does he speak Japanese or do yes. you have any, he does? Okay, cool, he cool. He speaks
0: Japanese, and um, I think he speaks it pretty fluently now. That is cool, after yeah. yeah. He's, he's there. He's like now... I think he's a, a correspondent from the BBC, like British correspondent. Like right, right. Something, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that was a great book. That was a really... Yeah, it was, it was intense.
0: But that's funny, I haven't I haven't met anybody else that's read it, so it's really, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it, it is, you know, I don't know, it's like, when I was in my 20s, I read true crime books, and I, and the victims, I mean, seem terrible, but you don't really get a, a profound feeling mm-hmm. when you're, you know, I didn't anyway, but, but now I read it and I just think, wow, that poor... Yeah, that was very young, just trying yeah. to, you know, it's like she, that should have been a phase of her life right. that she would later remember and go, oh, I remember when I lived in Japan for a couple years, I was doing this weird hostessing thing, mm-hmm. right? And instead, no, you know, it's a it's heartbreaking book.
0: It's really sad. It is sad. But it's just so fascinating from all the different ways to tell a story. And, I mean, but getting back to Wolf and White Vanid, it's so fascinating because it's all these different things, all these different worlds that he's accessing from his world.
1: Right, right, from from a tiny apartment you know, on on Montevista, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just all you know. If there, there's life in everything, all the shadows and all the darkness and all the you know yeah. the crevices and things, it's, there's life in it.
1: Yeah, thank you. So. It's like it's a the, like I said. It's like I sit around a long time. Well, I hope you know, like especially through multiple revisions like that, you go. I don't know. I don't know anymore whether people can even be seeing. Seeing anything in this, and and mm-hmm. so and then it hits the gallery. Here it is, <laughs> and it's so exciting to hear that people have have you know have read it and and, and seen that stuff. It's beautiful because you do get up so close.
0: Yeah, I know. Then you get you're in the you're immersed in it now. So what? So are you, will you go on a book tour?
1: Yeah, I'm going to do a reading tour, uh, in. Uh, I think early October. I think mm-hmm. that's right. And I'm going all the way out to the West Coast. I'm doing. I think Green Apple is it the name of the that's place a great, in San Francisco? I, uh, I, in that's San Francisco? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I
0: got fired from Green Apple. <laughs> I got that's fired that's from right. I'm going to read them the Riot Act about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's a great, great book. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking
1: forward to great, that. I met the guy. I, I did a, a dinner where I met a bunch of the booksellers up in New York, it was really so. I'm doing that, and um, oh, where else am I? I think Powell's in Portland, which That's is great. I lived in Portland for a year. Uh, and, Powell's is great. Oh, Powell's yeah. is amazing, and it's going to be weird because like I have too many books now. I will die without reading all the books that are in my house. Mm. But I bring home more books from tour every time anyway.
0: Right? That's good.
1: And but this time I'll be going to a bookstore in every city, right? So I'll probably come home with like tons of enough books. books to consume me for the rest of my life, and they will all go to oblivion, and like they'll be in estate sale after I die. So. You'd be like Burgess Meredith in that Twilight Zone yes, episode. Yes, yes, that's totally. That's the thing. I watched that, and I was like, when he's doing the thing after everybody's dead, I'm like, that's what I want. I want, I want the neutron bomb, and I want the library. I know, right? <laughs> and, and, and an extra pair of spectacles. Exactly. Exactly. Contacts. Well, this Contacts. Is when I was a kid, I see that episode, and I'm like. Well, too bad for you. You wear glasses. I didn't wear glasses at the time, so it would have been fine for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the greatest effort. All he wants to do is sit there and read books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the other and, thing yeah. is like, so that ends, and he's like, oh, I had time enough. I'm like, well, bro. You could go down the street. I'm sure there's an optometrist. You <laughs> could just dig through all the glasses. I know. And go, you could figure it you out. Get up, fine. mate. Get up. You no, don't there's get a, out, lay there the, blind. You get up and walk there's around. There's a and happy find ending mm-hmm. to that thing. That's just like it's sad for now, and then like the next morning he goes. Oh, there's probably glasses on corpses all over this.
2: <laughs> yeah, he <could> just
0: snatch, <laughs> snatch them up. That,
2: that was that was like the that was the unwritten point of it. Is exactly. that tomorrow he goes. All
1: right, you pussy, get up. You yeah, gotta go find a person. <laughs> an an
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rewriting
1: Rod Serling. I think exactly. that's fantastic. That's my next job is, is fixing the endings of all the so <laughs> <happy. laughs> You thought this was sad, but in fact, it's great. Like, the guy's stuck at the diner with the devil head thing, yeah, right. but the devil head thing is fun and cool, and they have good food at the diners. So. Mm. Mm. And, and that monster from the wing of the plane? Yes, yes, yes. You get to know his story. He actually turns himself
2: in. This is, you turns know, I, himself in. I can't let this guy go through the shame and embarrassment. I
1: am, in fact, a monster on the plane. <laughs> I, I, just I, I just need <laughs> attention. I just, I just want to be loved like anyone else. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, you, you don't know what it's like to be a monster on the wing of a plane and then, you know, and people understand him. He goes on all the... That'd Sally be, that'd be and a and good improv show. That'd be a good improv show. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Go up there and, and fix Twilight Zone. <laughs> but fix it. things in yeah, a
2: perfect right. anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's fix. <laughs> ruin ruin every oh, episode. No, that's, that's actually called television today. <laughs> right, no, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's rebooting. That's the thing. I actually saw the Planet of the Apes remake, not the new one, but the last one. And I was surprised that I enjoyed it because Planet of the Apes is sacred to me. I was a kid in the sense. Yeah, Uh-oh. right? You know, it's like yeah. Planet of the Apes is like, don't mess with that. And in fact, it was decent. It was fine. I had...
0: The newest one?
1: Not the, no, the one. The, the, the only last one. one. Like this, I haven't the, seen the, the new one. one. The
0: newest one is pretty great. I I, I love the it. Planet of the Apes too. I think the newest one was really great.
1: Yeah, I'm going to see it because they did a good job on the first and I was so yeah. shocked because for the most part, I mean, remakes, the whole thing is like, why?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Like, well, this would, is a whole different story. No, part it's a whole different it. story. Were you,
2: no, were, you, were you like first Planet of the Apes Charlton Heston? Did you carry through all of them to the underground one and then the yeah. one where they go with the circus and Ricardo yeah. So that Were you one, like nonstop, like all the way, or did you ever like?
1: No, I, I, out I check point, out. Go, out yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah. I check out at the fifth. I think it was the fifth and final because there was there was a, there was Planet of the Apes, it was Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Conquest and Battle. Right. Okay. And, and battle is the last one that I think they ran out of steam. All is the that, other is ones,
2: that the one where they come where they were on Earth, present day? Well not present, but no, 70s Conquest. Earth. that's Conquest. Okay. That's
1: the one that was filmed at UC Irvine. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the one where the apes have all been enslaved, and and one of them talks, and they have a big uprising. Right. And. uh and that one is is, I think it's probably the best one. Although it's, it's also good. the most ham-fisted. It's like the allegory is so clear. Mm-hmm. Right? I like the second one with the with the nuclear bomb where the, the world is destroyed at the end. Right, yeah, that's the best.
0: So. Mm-hmm. They're all, but the 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 last one was really cute. They had a really cute little ape, the little little one. <laughs>
2: That is the one, right? Whether are in the is that in the circus? That was
1: that, that was that was. that the other one? one? I'm thinking that's of. That's escape. That is the one with Ricardo Montalban. Okay, and, yeah. And the, oh uh, no,
0: but there's the 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 last newest one had a little. Oh little, yes, yes, little yes. One. Oh no, totally. <laughs> oh yeah, the little, <laughs> yeah. The little, little. Ape. The little, little, little one the was teeny really teeny. cute. Yeah. They're so cute. It's about, it, how,
2: yeah? It's good. It's good. I like that, Maurice. Mm, hmm Maurice.
0: Maurice. They have brought Maurice. He was actually Maurice is actually in the early like they have a. Like this is a prequel, right? Right. So that Maurice is like from, yeah. Maurice is like, what wasn't? He's like a, the big orangutan teacher.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. So they brought you him mean Doctor Zayas?
0: That's not, not Doctor Zayas. No, that's Roddy McDowell, right? No,
2: no. Actually, Doctor. Well, I thought it was a reference to the the actor who played Doctor Zayas in the originals was Maurice Evans. Is that right? Oh yes. I thought maybe it was a reference to that. Or oh maybe.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's what Al said. Oh, my husband is a big Planet of the Apes.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> well, I bet it. I Fanatic. bet it is tied. I bet there's all kinds of references in there. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the
1: Tim Burton one? That was a bit. Oh, I didn't see that one. I didn't, that that was like the the de facto remake, right? It was basically like a redo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like. He's really amazing and talented, but I don't see why, like the one of those remakes that I didn't see, but that I am interested in is I hear that the Gus Van Zandt Psycho is shot by shot. Yeah. And it's like an exact replica. That's kind of interesting to me. But otherwise, generally speaking, if something, I, I don't, yeah, do you get the original? I don't need to see what yeah.
2: you did with Planet of the well, Apes. But
1: especially, a lot of those are, part of what's interesting about them is that the, the technological limitations of bringing that stuff to life and doing it with makeup and doing it, you know, with sets that you have to build instead of inside a computer where everything's pretty easy, you know, and, uh, and not pretty easy. I can't do it myself, obviously, but, but like, like, I don't want them to remake Logan's run because the Logan's Run sets are perfect as they are. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to see that in high tech. I want to see the ones that they spray painted the cardboard and, and, and then sanded it down so it would look exactly right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> isn't so, isn't yeah.
2: there something to those that, that, when you see that? For me, it's like, and this might be like just more ridiculous, but growing up, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Doctor Whos where the sets would move a bit oh, because yeah. they were on a weird kind, And now it's too, it's too fancy
1: yeah no, i mean I, i'm I not against the them, thing is, I'm not against too... it I, I enjoy the new doctor who when yeah. i watch it i think it's really good but there's that special there's flavor about
2: the 70s ones where it was a bit sort of BBC well, you can imagine the team yeah, yeah.
1: working on it it's like you can you can yeah. imagine the there's director still paint. And the, yeah and all that stuff like, i saw the first what was the name of the pre-doctor who movie from like the, the 50s the one uh, with peter cushing uh yeah 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 it's super early doctor
2: who. i think wasn't it called doctor who in the darks
1: no no this is before that this okay. is uh i can't remember what it was called I, uh uh they, they screened it at the carolina and and it's it's so it's so amazing because the plot of of, of this alien intelligence coming from space to a field in england right, and the, the spaceship lands and uh and they go in to investigate and people are infected right and uh and and there's a lot of seeds of stuff a super early movie you know I think it was it actually was a it might be an early hammer i think huh. Uh, It sounds
2: vaguely familiar, but I don't think I've seen it Yeah, if I could remember the title, but my brain is just shot (laughs) (laughs) The the listeners at home can go look that up
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah. That's your homework There is a pre-Doctor Who movie I don't even know if I'm black or
2: Is it? Is it Peter Cushing? Is it somewhere? No, else? no, it's
1: not Peter Cushing. It's uh, I don't, I don't remember any name actors being it. And the huge shame of it is, like, I sponsored this movie at the Carolinas. Like, I was totally so. It's nice presentation of a movie whose name I've forgotten. Is brought to you by the Mountain Goats. <laughs> and now I can't remember what it was called. But you got, you got a lot going on. So I, the thing is, I'm, I'm in the dad zone. I, I can forget everything as long as I don't leave the baby on top of the car. <laughs>
0: But you're doing you're 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 in the dad zone, but you're still so productive. I mean, you're able to do it all, even you know with so far with so baby. good, yeah. Well, the good. thing
1: is, like, I really love working. Is that you took the, and I think everybody who tours goes through a phase where you start having an attitude problem about being on tour and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I had this big correction where I went, no, I really love my work. I yeah. love to sing and play. <laughs> yeah. I love what I do, and and so and I'm also you know I'm real conscious. It's like. This is the one chance you get to do this. So for me, it's always been do as much stuff as you can do, right? Like make it as good as you can do, but but be working. You know, yeah. be out there at all times. Yeah, so.
0: well, it's exciting, and I'm excited about this book. Now, where can people find out? Um, you know, they they'll be able to get it when well this this podcast will come out. We're gonna put it out like right by the release date. But where can people find out? Where you're going to be reading and everything?
1: So the dates are up at... I, this is great. The, the, my website is mountain-goats.com, right? Mm-hmm. So I think mountain com is a clothing company or something like that. But, okay. But yeah, so it's mountain-goats and put a hyphen in between the words .com. The tour dates are up. But I mean, the other thing is like... Uh, it's. I think if you just Googled Wolf and White Van tour dates, you'll find it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, and I think Ferrarstras and Giraud will link to it. Or... Uh, I will be pestering people about it on my Tumblr as the time grows near, which is just Mm-hmm. and so. are you
0: you, are you we've, we've talked on Twitter and stuff too are you yes, going to yes, put yes, your yes. info out on that oh
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, can, I, I I try not to the thing is I like try and use Twitter to be funny and to have fun because yeah. when you see an artist who's like just doing tour dates you go come on <laughs> well then you think <laughs> it's a, a, a robot a yeah exactly so, then, so I always don't want people to go quit telling us to, to you know, to buy stuff and, and be funny. So it's like I try not to do too much, but I will make sure that people know. I'll probably you know city by city when I'm out there going tonight yeah. is San Francisco, tonight is Portland. Yeah, where are we going? Chicago, Portland, San Francisco, Seattle, doing city arts and lectures up there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. And L.A. And I think there's a Dallas one, uh, Wild Detectives, I think is the name of the Dallas.
0: Yeah. One. So yeah.
1: I'm really excited to do it because I really love reading from this book. It's really it's fun. It's great. Yeah. That well, I'm going to really come cool. see you. I
0: bet you'll probably either read a Book Soup or maybe Skylight. Skylight? It is
1: at Skylight. And Skylight's actually, great. I read from an early draft at Skylight on my oh, cool. Master of Reality Tree. You know, I had a, I did one of the thirty three and a third books mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, and I read from that at Skylight and then I said, Well here's another thing I've been working on and I read a little piece of a very early draft there. Oh, so I'm cool. glad to be going back.
0: Yeah. That's great. That's really great. Yeah, Skylight's amazing. It's yeah. Cool. I really like I really like that that place. It's really it's just wonderful. I love independent bookstores. I, I grew oh, up in them and so worked in them about forever. Them. Yeah, yeah. So and you place. worked.
1: Uh, you, your parents had an independent video store, right? A,
0: it was a bookstore. Oh, and was, they had was, videos, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had everything. Um, but they uh, they sort of were very... They were trying to make a bookstore like City Lights. Yeah, yeah. Which is another great... I bet of you course, go there in San Francisco. Say, yeah,
1: I grew up in Southern California, and my stepfather would go to political meetings in San Francisco, so I was mm. up there all day. The, I would, like, I, I saw... I saw the Grateful Dead movie at the Red Vic.
2: Wow! <laughs> was oh when wow! I was
1: and my hair was down to my shoulders, and I was just sitting there in tears, going, "Oh, I missed all this, you know, beautiful world." And I was eating popcorn with Brewers Easton and stuff, yes. and uh, all of which is really mainstream now. But at the time, it was like, "Oh my God, I'm at this theater on couches with people who are smoking weed right in front of me, and we're all watching the Grateful Dead." I was like, "It's
0: incredible." Yeah. The cool. couches. The Red
1: Vic is gone, though, right? It's, it's gone. It closed down. gone,
0: Yeah, yeah. San I mean,
2: Francisco it, got rid of everything cool. I
0: think yeah, it's a, all it's the cities hotel, do that though.
2: eventually. Yeah, I think it became a hotel. Yeah, everything, everything they just. for Durham,
1: my town next door, is just getting cooler every year. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) The best kept secret.
0: It's very cool. Yeah. Well, and people have to have to come here to see you guys. Well, they won't be here, but we're gonna come see you in about four hours.
1: I'm I'm actually I looked at the camera. When, when <laughs> said, so she's looking to the TV I'm looking turned. at the TV. But I'm
0: looking but no be, you we'll be on stage in 4 hours but yep. they they'll be able to see you are you going to do like tour dates too are you going to do music stuff or are you going to do just all book just stuff Just book.
1: I don't want to I don't Mix it up. I, that would feel so weirdly song and dancey. <laughs> and sort of also, you know, Music shows, what I do, is a long sort of cathartic release thing. And reading, I think, has its own catharsis also, but, but it's a very different groove. You know, mm-hmm. it's like not, you know, the playing is really, you know, we jump up and down and we, and we leave it all on the stage. And reading is more like crafting a sort of seance thing where you mm-hmm. bring some ghost to life and then everybody looks at it for a minute and then, and then you say goodnight, you know. Yeah. And, and so, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not combining them. I, I mean, it would just feel so... You ever see John Huston's version of Wise Blood, the, uh, the movie? No,
0: no, no. So,
1: so you know Wise Blood, of course, right? Yeah. Where Hazel Motes is preaching the Church of Christ without Christ, and, and Ned Beatty in the movie finds him and thinks, "Oh, I can make some money off this guy because he's got a lot of charisma, mm-hmm. right?" And he, when he first meets him, you know, he, the guy's preaching us, "Oh, Amen, Amen, brother, Amen," because he can see these. He says, "Boy, I, I wish I had my guitar with me. I could really get people to pay attention if I had my guitar." And the next night he comes back, and Motes is still going, "You don't need Christ." You save yourself and Ned Beatty keeps hitting the guitar going, amen, the prophet, amen. <laughs> and it's, I would feel like that. Like it's, you know, Brit Dragon songs are like, well, if you didn't enjoy the book, let me play some songs. Mm-hmm. So I, it would just feel weird to me. Mm-hmm. So so I, I think I want to keep the spheres as separate as That's I cool. can. So.
0: That's cool. Well, the, the the book is great. It's called Wolf and White Van. Um, I think everybody needs to read it. I think this is really an exciting, it's, a, it's, 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 it's almost like a new kind of catcher in the rye. Like oh it is, <laughs> it's a new kind of of that sort of you know it's it's an if you if you like um David Foster Wallace then you would love this book. I think this is really. Dang!
1: It's <laughs> it's, a, thank you so much. It's beautiful,
0: and I mean, I think. Put, um,
1: put that on the book. Yeah, seriously, it, it, you can expect to see that on a blurb. And <laughs> yeah,
0: no, this this is this is a this is like the only actually true heir to David Foster Wallace I've, oh I've read. <laughs> so I'm really proud to have read it, and I'm, I'm proud wow. that you're here with us.
1: Well, thank, I, I can't, I cannot tell you what an honor it is to, to meet you. Like, I have loved your work for for many many years. I think oh, you are truly one of the greats.
0: you. are so. wonderful, and I'm I'm so. So glad that we got to talk to you. Um, now you go do your show. We're I'll gonna go watch you. And um, oh, I should say, uh, you can reach us at Margaret Show. Uh, where's where can they reach you on Twitter?
2: What well, where can they reach you on Twitter?
0: At Margaret Show.
2: At, at Monsters of Talk. Uh-huh. I'm at Jimmy Shelter.
0: And oh, wait, what's your Twitter? Your-
1: uh, again, it's uh, I think it's mountain underscore goats <laughs> because because I'm so good at marketing that I have hyphens and underscores. It's I'm like that stuff. thing is somebody, well, somebody stole else might it
0: too. Yeah. no,
1: that's what it was. Is like somebody else had it, and it was actually a fan who had reserved it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so, but it, it, my my Twitter does. It, it, I I have a lot of fun with it. So yeah, they'll get there.
0: The people people can find out about what what you're doing there. Also, um, pick up the book. It's going to be. If, it, it, it's it's going to hit every if it's going to be the phenomenal book of this, oh the season oh my god your
1: lips to god's ears it's so <laughs>
0: powerful and i'm i'm really excited it it really puts you in a mood of like everything becomes very important
1: awesome oh that's really cool that's <laughs> you know? really cool yeah yeah like yeah every no, every I, little I, moment every yeah, little yeah.
0: moment like it's, it 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 actually makes pushes you into the moment which is really it's very buddhist yeah
1: that's what i wanted to say kind of a granular thing ooh did you read ruth ozeki a tale for the time being
0: no, no, no. Oh,
1: you might read that if you're into like yes. Buddhist ideas in oh, fiction. Yes, yes. Uh, she uh, there's a is a heavy Buddhist strain, and you. you oh man, yeah. I would have brought this. I have I have a copy of it at home. But yeah, you will like that book.
0: You yeah, will, I will yeah. get it. But li- I have lots of books to read.
2: Yeah. You, know, you know what you guys should check out. Uh, Greg Kinn. Doesn't he
1: write mystery detective novels? Oh, does he really? I think so. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, I will totally look that. I think so. He used to name no, I, all I, I, his I, albums after. Like after his last name, conspiracy. So like right? Kinspir- <laughs> Kinspir- I don't well, even know. Right.
2: <laughs> we have young people who listen who may not even know what it's we th- speak about. They've gone off into the great yes, pause zone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that yeah, kin- kin- speak spir-
2: I think he writes. I think he writes Does detective he write... novels. Oh, that's good. Up, wow, in the, that's... up in the not in the bay, but somewhere in the peninsula. Oh.
0: Huh.
1: I, I will totally, like I say, I'm in a space in my life where a detective novel kind of hits the spot. So i, I <laughs> looked that cool. up. it's yeah.
0: I think it's really cool. Um, so you can, watch, you can watch us on, I guess, our YouTube channel, too.
1: YouTube.com
2: uh, slash Monsters at all. We get some cool videos, awesome. animation, and uh, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff with everyone. So, yeah.
0: We are every Monday on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can't talk... I, I, I can't say any... Uh, speak any more highly of this book I'm so excited about it well so, that
1: means a lot to me because seriously I love, I it. love your work to I
0: love your book. work as well and thank you Jan- John Darnell this is so exciting <laughs> Ah, Margaret thank
1: you so much for having me that is, this was the best for me thank you
0: thank you bye
2: hey uh, just as a bonus uh, 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 after the show which was a great interview with John with John Darnell um, I was I know you've told me this story decade ago or so but um Tell us how you got fired from Green Apple Books in San Francisco. Great bookstore. Great bookstore. But um, you got fired. I, I got fired. You, you got fired from there.
0: Well, I got fired. Well, I had the job. Uh, my parents' bookstore closed, so I was looking for another bookstore job. And then the, Green Apple was good because it was a, a, one block away from my apartment. Because I lived on Clement Street, which is across the street from the Holy City Zoo, and then one block from Green Apple. So it was like the perfect place to work um, and live the time uh and um but i'm not a good worker you know that way i i you know green apple they have like these books that you have to um shelve and uh i guess put some sort of a like a crime prevention tag on it you have to like do all the stuff um and then you had like all these like racks of books that you had to have done like over a certain time period and you know there was like all these jobs that i never could do because i just wanted to just sit there (coughs) And uh, you know, I, I uh, really wasn't very good. <laughs> I, I was—I n- never wanted to do all the things that I was supposed to do. I just wanted to just sit there and then, uh, and just
2: read the books. Maybe. I just
0: wanted to read the books, and then I got fired. <laughs> but then, hi, come in.
2: Which it's—it's almost, hi, it's almost, uh, hi. Oh shit, it's almost uh, uh, warranted. But i remember you told me they'd asked you to do a benefit
0: yeah well they, they 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 were having their big anniversary and um they wanted me to i had become famous at that point and they wanted me to perform at their their big anniversary party and i was like not only is it no i was like fuck no <laughs> fuck no that's a good place for you
2: hey <laughs> well, how no. great is this mr who, who just walked in Bob Mold. Bob Mold. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> big bag of groceries. Should, we, should we close out this? Let's close episode? out this
0: episode and How's start that for a teaser. New one? That's a, t- a teaser for the next one. Yeah,
2: for the next one to,
0: with, with Bob Mold and his yep. groceries. Let's find out what he got. I,
1: I knew see. we were going to do that. <laughs>